T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. It is the Afternoon Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz alongside Ike Reese. A Twitter question sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for the perfect engagement ring? Visit Mark's Jewelers for diamond engagement rings that fit every budget online at marks-jewelers.com. Who is 2024? More on for the Eagles get back to the NFC Championship game next year. 57% saying Jalen Hurts, Ike. Mm. People putting the pressure on Jalen for next year. Well, yeah, I mean... You don't think it should be? I I just think that I think it's misplaced. I think it's misplaced. I I think I think this team like I'm more in the camp of build as loaded of a roster as you can mm-hmm. and have obviously a great coaching staff. That's obviously they have to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless, I think it's putting too much on Jalen. I think that's putting much too much on his plate. No, only because you, not not that it's unfair <laughs> that you don't believe he can do it. And see, that's 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 where. And that's fine. I mean, listen, you you've been consistent uh, in that sort of sense, but I believe he can do it. He has done it already, and why wouldn't I believe he can do it again? I don't believe I should lower my standards for him uh, based off of the way the season ended. When I when I when I was arguing uh, after that Buffalo game, he's a top five quarterback, if not the top quarterback in this league, top three quarterback in this league. And should be the MVP at that time. I wholeheartedly believe that because that's how he had played from this standpoint. Everything didn't necessarily uh, go great around him, but he found ways to win games. He found ways to raise his level of play and others late in the game when you ultimately want your quarterback to be at his best. That's what he was doing um, throughout that stretch to get them to 10-1. and one. Why, why wouldn't I expect this every year? Like, Kansas City doesn't all of a sudden say, well, we don't have Tyreek Hill. We, we, we shouldn't go back to the Super Bowl. Right, but they have Patrick Mahomes. We, I, I know, yeah, I know. because he's great. But I'm saying before they saw him without the great weapons around him, they didn't lower their standards because he had shown them. And it wasn't – before then, he had just won one Super Bowl. Not he had won five Super Bowls or something. I know. He won one. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But like but I don't think that's the best version of Jalen. Like I, I don't think you can take AJ Brown off this team and expect to be in the same spot as yeah, and we'll never have to find out. Right. He's not next year. We won't have to so find I'm out. I'm not next saying year. I didn't say strip the team down on I offense. know. I yeah. know. I know. I just think that I think that if they can just build a, a, a to put, I think they put so much on Jalen and say it's on him to get them back is setting them is not setting themselves up for success. This is about the this is about building a great team again. They got to the Super Bowl in 2022. Yes, Jalen was great, mm-hmm. but that was also because they had a great team around Jalen. They had great coordinators I, around Jalen. They had a great defense around Jalen. I agree. And that got the best version of them. 
But you're not going to put together, at least I don't, listen, I don't want to doubt Howie, but I mean, this would be one of the greatest magic tricks he's ever pulled. If he can put together a defense that's good enough to help you get back to the NFC Championship game next year with your quarterback playing game manager. I just don't know how, I don't know how when a defense has to be as rebuilt as this defense is, how the pressure is not more on Howie to get the job done than than it is Jalen. Because I think it's unrealistic for Howie to add the amount of players that you would be able to, that you would have to add, and and that would enable your quarterback to play at a moderate level. That's the point that I'm making. I don't think how how we can go out there and add one or two players. He's going to add more, but the the idea that he's going to hit on five or six players, and all of a sudden we're going to have a defense that's Super Bowl caliber. Well, I'm not going to say he can't do it. I'm just saying I think it's harder to do um, at this stage, and I think it's easier from Jalen's standpoint because he's already a proven player. He's already done it before, and his side of the ball is already present and accounted for. All he needs is to do, listen, we need to get the coordinator right. We need to get the coordinator right. Put a good offense in here. Jalen needs to get back to playing confident football and you can't tell me they don't have the weapons for this to be one of the best offenses again in the league next year. And if the quarterback is playing at a top five level, this team will have a great chance to get to the NFC Championship game. And it's it's going to be pr- primarily because of how he is playing. He ain't getting carried to the NFC Championship game. He ain't getting carried there. He's going to have to lead the team. That's where he's at in his career now. He's not in his second or third year as a young player and all of that. No, he's going into his, what, fifth year? Next year will be his fifth year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going into his fifth year. Okay, yeah, let's take the training wheels off and start asking what we want out of, out of our quarterback, what we expect out of guys like Dak. We expect it out of those guys. I don't want to know Dak's in his seventh year. We've been saying Dak hasn't been doing anything for the last five years since, since he got – anointed the guy down there in Dallas. We've been ripping Dak. We've been critical of Dak. Saying it's on him. He had talent around him. I got. I mean, and this ain't even me being critical of Jalen. This is just saying I believe in you, kid. I believe in you. See, you really don't believe in him. That's why you're saying it's not on him. Right. Like, like Dak is in the – they're in a similar tier. Like Dak and Jalen are in a similar tier where a lot of things have to be going right for them in order for a team to win. I want Howie to, to – why I'm putting on Howie is because I think the mm-hmm. best version of Jalen is not put it on his it's shoulders. It's with the loaded roster like he had last year. Yeah. yeah, As close to that as possible. The right coordinator. We didn't have the right coordinator last year. Offense fell apart. Doesn't usually happen with special quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's about the whole team that I need to focus on more than putting it all on Jalen. Let's go to the phones. Clay's in Kansas City. What's happening, Clay? How you doing? What's up? What's um, up, Clay? Listen, I, I want to I break this down like, a, like it's a business because I looked it up. The Eagles are a $5 billion business. Okay, I've been in corporate America for 25 years. There have been years when I I didn't like the strategy, and maybe I didn't work as hard or or my attitude wasn't where it needed to be. Okay? Remember the Dallas game? That was like the when we ran that little diamond screen to Kenny Gainwell, we got a bunch of yards, and we, we lined up two running backs in the backfield. 
we were the worst screen team in the NFL last year. I mean, it was ridiculous. Well, they haven't ran a screen well in, what, seven years, six years? That's not true. I think Steichen did okay with that sort of stuff. What I'm saying is, is like, it's possible that there was just a negative vibe to that offense. And as a 25-year-old quarterback, Jalen just, you know, maybe he, it impacted him. We would, I would feel much worse. First of all, I think Ike's right, okay? As Jalen goes, that's how this team's going to go. But, and I would be concerned if I, we didn't have last year, and by last year I mean 22, mm-hmm. in that Super Bowl. Right. I mean, he when they had a loaded roster around around him, they had the right coordinator, and they, and they were able to run the ball. the same. Well, they didn't run the ball as well as they did in 2022. That's true. But, but ask yourself this, guys. We have DeAndre Swift, and we have Gainwell. Who's, well, Swift, Swift might be gone, though. But what I'm saying is, is we never lined him up on either side of Jalen Hurts all year. Why not? There, I mean, guys, you know it got to the point in this season where we knew pre-snap what they were going to run, almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. we could tell. It's fans. Yeah. So, I'm just saying. And, and then one last thing on this defense, guys. Mm-hmm. Listen, it was the playoff game. And we had kids out there running into each other. I mean, what what is that? So well, that was, Nick gets a chance. That was Nick gets a chance here. Bring in some guys like, hey man, wouldn't we love to have John Spagnola? I mean, he's Steve a, Spagnuolo. I mean, Steve Spagnola. He's or yeah, yes, he's yeah. John Spagnola played tight end for us. But, but you're right. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is like, you you need to have guys in the room that nobody can question schematically that they know what the heck they're talking about. Brian Johnson was a nice guy, but he's in over his head, man. And Sean decided to right, agree. but that's that's not Jalen. That, that that's Howie. Howie mm-hmm. has to make sure that's the right. That's true. They the got, right they, listen, yeah, they do got to hire and, the right coordinator. Yeah, that's fair. That is yeah. fair, guys. But they got to get some new players in the middle of this defense. Offensively, they got to get a new attitude. Jalen regressed. He's got to get healthy. Look at look at the video of him from a year ago or two years ago running with the ball. Not the same guy, man. He was way faster. Something is not right with that knee. So I think it is on Jalen, and I think next year he's going to come back and play really well. Have a good yeah. day, guys. All right, there you go. All right, brother. Clay in Kansas City. Uh, so there was a lot of thought that when the season over, when the season is over, we'll hear, oh, here comes the, the surgery for Jalen for that knee. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten that yet. It's still early. Well, I mean, it's still early. I would like him to get the knee. If, if oh, they're, if well, they're, it, it, he's not having knee surgery. Let's just get that out of the well, way. Well, I know now. that was the thought process. Of, yeah. Like, oh, well, you'll he, hear about the surgery after the season. Yeah, he's, there's no reason to have knee surgery. He's not having knee surgery. Everybody relax. He may get it cleaned out. Yeah. Might get a scope. Well, let's yeah. get that done. Yeah. We, we, got, we got a season yeah, in 2024 yeah. to worry and, about. We, and believe me, there, there are guys who get their knee scoped after every year. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, don't, I don't even know if that's what he's going to do. I know he's not He's not getting a surgery. I don't believe he is. I'd be shocked if he gets a surgery. Some get the knee scoped in what, week 16? Is that when Slay got his knee scoped? It is when Slay got his. Uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it, was after the, uh, it was after the Cowboy game. He was like, you know what? I'm out. Yeah. When Patricia took over. Yep. <laughs> I'll see you back right <laughs> when he did it. Right before Seattle. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll see you in the postseason. Steve's in Depper. What's happening, Steve? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, Steve? So, um,. I'm, I'm like 60-40 between Jack and Ike the whole time I've been listening to this about is it Howie or is it Jalen, but I think what ultimately what it comes down to is Jack made a good point that Howie was the one that put the team around Jalen in 22 to make it happen. So you can't completely put this onus on Jalen because Howie decided to sign back all the older guys this year mm-hmm. and put the people around him to which he did. And even some of those games towards the end of the season we were losing – 
35-38, but that was the Cardinals game, something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jalen put up 35. Howie is the one that built the defense that let up 38. And he's yeah. got to get that right. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I can agree with that, but it doesn't mean like that if the team is – Okay. It's well, pressure on both of them. If it, yeah, it's, it's obviously pressure on both sides. I, I'm just saying I I tend to lean towards the players on the field. And this is my best player. He's my most impactful player. And when next December come, if it's painfully obvious that Howie didn't do enough to put enough talent out there for us to get to uh, get another deep run in the playoffs, then I think we'll all notice that. We'll say that. I I, I liken that to what was that the 2016 season where we had guys like Josh Adams. We had guys like Josh Adams yeah. out there as our running back. Eighteen. Was that eighteen? Eighteen was Josh Adams. Sixteen was the Tregs and okay. But but those years I could clearly blame Howie for not having enough talent out there. Everybody else wanted to blame the quarterback, though. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. You remember that, right? Everybody, if he's a franchise quarterback, then he should be able to uh, uh, lift the talent around him and carry guys. That's not what I'm asking for. Jalen has way more talent around him. And so why would I say in, in, in turn, you know what? It's okay if we don't get to the title game because how we didn't get us enough guys. It's, it's going to boil down to whether or not the quarterback is back to playing at the MVP level. That's the only way they're getting to a title game next year is he has to be playing at an MVP caliber level. We'll get back to that discussion uh, coming up in a little bit, but it's time to bring on our guy, the host of You Better You Bet and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Nick Costos. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to You Better You Bet podcast for more of Nick Costos' fine analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you get your podcasts. What's happening, Costos? What's going on, guys? How we doing today? 
What's up, Costos? Well, we're not getting ready for the NFC Championship game, so we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're a little bit down here in Philadelphia. Well, you, you, you've only been to like 19 this century, so you know we'll try and make it 20 coming up next year. Yeah, I know. Uh, probably, you see, we're already arguing about next year and who's going to be at fault. I, I, I don't know, man. I, th- I think the Fangio hire is like an absolute grand slam for the Eagles. Okay. That's good. I was, yeah. I was actually curious. As an outsider, you obviously heard the, the, the press conference on Wednesday. What you, would you think of that whole thing? Yeah, I think like like Nick generally great first name, um, not great at the press conference. I think he generally like doesn't do well with the sort of thing. But it's like who cares? You know, when he got hired, he kind of embarrassed himself with that introductory press conference, and he's been to the playoffs every year. He's been the head coach of the team, so I don't put a ton of stock into that stuff. I think he clearly needs to be surrounded by strong coordinators, and I think they're one for two so far. And you know, Fangio, and I don't want to like evoke the memory of the late great Jim Johnson, but he kind of feels like maybe like a little bit Jim Johnson two point with the way he's going to run this defense. I do think that they've got to upgrade the cornerback position, certainly get a better number two than Bradbury, because obviously that it's going to be the scheme that Fangio wants to run is going to be really good cornerbacks and get pressure on the quarterback. And they've got the guys up front. Now they've got to improve in the secondary. I think if they do that, the defense is going to be a lot better next year. And now let's see like where they go with the offensive coordinator spot. And I think that's going to be telling what uh, the hire that they end up making. But I think as of right now, like reason for optimism for Eagles fans uh, at this point in the offseason. Sounds good. All right, uh, big weekend. You agree with me or no? Yeah, I think I think most of us, Nick, are kind of waiting to see who that OC was. We we've been running some variation of a Fangio defense around here for the last three years, so it sort of made sense that they went and got the architect of the defense that they've had other coordinators sort of running as they pick guys from his tree. But I think most fans are really concerned about who's coming in to run the offense, how creative will they be, and how beneficial would it be to Jalen. Uh, who's coming in. So I, we're kind of like waiting on to see who that OC is. I, I think Kingsbury would be an awesome hire, my opinion. Yeah, that's where I'm leaning. I'm, I'm leaning more Kingsbury. You like him over uh, Kellen Moore? Well, I, I guess, like, the reason why I would like Kingsbury more is because, like, you know, what he did with Kyler Murray in Arizona, certainly the offenses that he coordinated in college, and not that, like, the Jalen Hurts can't run, like, a straight-up pro-style offense. Like, he's proven that he can do anything at this point, right? But kind of, like, maybe tailor the offense more, more around Jalen, and I, th- I I certainly think that Kingsbury can do a good job of that. Kellen Moore could probably do a decent job of it also. I, I guess Kingsbury would be where I would lean here, and I don't think it's, like, a dramatic overhaul that's needed for the Eagles' offense. Like, a couple weeks here and there like I don't know having something to protect against the blitz when you know it's coming 500 times I think probably one of these coordinators that they bring in should be able to do that yeah maybe day one day, but after the, after the coordinator learns how to run the tush push then we get to the we, we get to the blitz like what happens if like they blitz like eight people what do I do other than get sacked or throw the ball away yeah well listen man stop, stop bringing up bad wounds all right it was, it was a tough end of the season uh all right Nick conference championship weekend Kansas City at Baltimore uh, where are you leaning on this Friday? Yeah, uh, I, I feel like I might have big-time egg on my face when this game's over. I, I do like Kansas City in the game, um, and I would like. I, I think it'll probably close four everywhere. BetMGM, uh, by the way, is your home right now for anyone out there that wants to bet the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, still three-and-a-half the number at BetMGM. It's like literally four everywhere else. It'll close Baltimore probably minus four in the game everywhere. And, and I'll take the points with Kansas City, and I'm willing to be wrong about this. Just that you know lowest common denominator analysis here. I'll take the guy, you know, the greatest quarterback ever. Ever potentially Patrick Mahomes getting four points where you know the most common outcome of this game is Baltimore winning the game by three like statistically that's the the, the final score that will land the most Ravens by three and if I bet Chiefs plus four I win if Kansas City loses by three now 
I have a stronger opinion on the second game. I'll say this about this game. Like, there's a chance this could turn out like the chiefs Bucks Super Bowl a couple years ago, right? Where Baltimore dominates the line of scrimmage like the Bucks did with Tom Brady in that game and kind of stifles this Chiefs offense. But what we've seen the last couple of weeks is like the hallmark of a Hall of Fame quarterback and a Hall of Fame head coach, like rising in the big moments. And I expect them to do the same again this weekend. I'll take Kansas City plus the points guys to cover on Sunday in Baltimore. And before we get to the Detroit San Francisco, I'm just curious, uh, any props that are sticking out to you in that Kansas City Baltimore game? Sure. So I'll give you one that a bunch of people that I respect that have come on my show this week like, and then I'll give you one that I'm going to play. So the one that the people that have come on my show this week like is with Mark Andrews back for Baltimore. Uh, he hasn't played since week 13, got hurt in that game against the Bengals. With Mark Andrews back, like you would expect that he's going to get the ball, right? Because he is awesome. So who does that hurt, really? So if Mark Andrews is going to get get the ball, that means someone's not going to get it. And it seems that the consensus there is that Zay Flowers, like the rookie first round receiver is going to be the guy. And if you look at the splits for Zay Flowers with and without Mark Andrews on the field, especially in the end, in the end zone and in the red zone, and think about the area of the field and we all watch like the big Ravens games, maybe not every game, but like where does Zay Flowers get the ball? Like mainly over the middle of the field and he's like really shifty and is able to break tackles and he's awesome. Like that's the area of the field that Mark Andrews is going to occupy. So maybe it's a Zay Flowers under receptions. I know a couple people we've had on the show this week like that at under four and a half. For me, I'll play a really square one here and it's like bet square don't care maybe it loses and I don't care if it does because I feel comfortable clicking the button and it's Travis Kelsey over receiving yards um I know he did not have, by his standards, a great regular season. I think he's the second best tight end in the 30-plus years I've been watching football, behind only the great Rob Gronkowski. Great players show up in big games. Torch the Dolphins, torch the Bills over the last two weeks. 62.5 is the prop in this game, and Ravens' defense is better than those two defenses. But, I mean, Hall of Fame quarterback to Hall of Fame tight end. I click the button. I feel good. If it loses, I'm at peace. Kelsey over receiving yards. All I know is that Mark Andrews coming back, I've been riding the Isaiah Likely uh, anytime touchdown train, and that's likely coming to an end, which is... Uh, most Yes, most most likely it'll be coming to an end. Yep. Yeah, we nailed that. We nailed that. All right. All right. Uh, Niners-Lions, you got a strong opinion on them. What is it? And I would say, also, like if you're looking to play like a Ravens tight end anytime touchdown in this game, I would play Charlie Kohler, like their third tight end, in case they get down by the goal line and have multiple tight end sets. Like Kohler, I think, will be, will be more of the blocker down by the goal line than Isaiah Likely. But as for the Niners and the Lions here, so we see San Francisco guys in between right now, a seven and a seven and a half point home favorite, like close to being a full seven and a half in the game. And this was six and a half for a lot of the week. And the reason why we've seen this, uh, this money come in on the Niners and optimism in San Francisco is because it looks like Debo Samuel is going to play in the game. Um, Debo limited practice yesterday. We'll find out when today's practice report comes out from from the West Coast. Like, did Debo practice today? And if he does, he's going to be on track to play on Sunday. And if that's the case, I think San Francisco is going to close a seven and a half point favorite in the game. So just wanted to give that context here because we do have something in this game that could impact the betting market. Still, that has yet to be determined. Now, as far as the game itself is concerned, I can tell you, I like the over in the game. Over 51 and a half. Uh, the weather is going to be perfect. So I think Brock Purdy has a big-time bounce-back game. He's got small hands. So does Jared Goff, which is, like, fine if, like, you're me. I have small hands. 
but like I don't play quarterback in the NFL. I'm like sitting in my house talking to you guys on the radio. So right. I think this sets up for both quarterbacks to play really well. Niners offense bounce back. And I think that Jared Goff and Ben Johnson in this Lions offense going to have something cooked up for the Steve Wilkes Niners defense, which I don't think is like the D'Amico Ryan's Niners defense or even the Robert Sala Niners defense. Lions will be able to block up front. I think Goff has a big game and Purdy also has a big game. Give me the over. And as far as the uh, betting the side of the game, and I'm curious if you guys agree with this, I kind of think we're either going to see San Francisco win this game by multiple scores or Detroit's going to win the game outright. And I'm going to tell you why I think that's the case. Dan Campbell, we know what his M.O. is going to be in this game. He's going to put them on the table. He's going to let the grapefruits hang out. He's going to go forward on fourth down. He's going to go forward on fourth and goal. Maybe they go for a fake punt in their own territory. Maybe they go for a fake field goal. Like, they're going to go for broke to try and win this game. And on the flip side, like, I think Kyle Shanahan's a great coach, but there can be no... And McVeigh's the same way in this regard. I mean, they, like, to be fair, like, McVeigh won a Super Bowl. Shanahan's almost won a couple, right? It's not that he can't win, but I think he gets really tight really conservative in the big moments. Yeah. We saw it at the end of the first half last week with the clock management. Settling for a 52-yard field goal with an inconsistent rookie kicker in the rain. Of course, the field goal gets blocked. That's kind of Shanahan's M.O. So on one side, you've got a coach who's going to go for broke, and on the other, I think you'll have a coach that's going to be really conservative. It's not the BCS. He's not trying to cover the spread. He's just trying to win the game. So if the Lions are able to roll the dice and get these fourth downs, I think they can steal this game and win the game outright. But if they go bust on these decisions, I think San Francisco wins the game by like 14 to 17 points. I think the fun bet is just to take Detroit to win the game. That's what I'll do, and I'll play the over coming up in the NFC title game. Yeah, I think I'm with you, buddy. I think I'm with you. Real quick, uh, before we let you go, any props that, that are sticking out for you in the Niners-Lions game? Yeah, look, I think like Brock Purdy props look good. I can't give you Niners stuff just because I don't know if Debo's Debo, playing. Yeah. He impacts like everything they do on offense, obviously. But I think it's going to be a really good game throwing the ball for Purdy. I think it's going to be a great game throwing the ball for Jared Goff. And I will play, and the number's gone up over the course of the week, the Jameer Gibbs combined rushing-receiving yards over there's a strong case to be made that in the second half of the season to now that Jameer Gibbs has been the second best running back in the National Football League. The only running back that's been better wears number 22 on the other team in this game, Christian McCaffrey. I think it's a big game for Jameer Gibbs and a high-scoring game in the NFC title game. Mm. Well, I'll say this. Just don't let Craig Reynolds or whatever score oh, at any yeah, time please. touchdown again because, you know, they were, that's ruining parlays over that here. Was, uh, that one was pretty frustrating last week, I think, for a lot of – on fourth and goal, no less. Uh, pretty frustrating for a lot of people. All yeah. right, Nick. Appreciate the time and good luck this weekend. And I'll, I'll also say, like, if the Lions run a fake punt, I just want everyone to remember <laughs> – January 1991, NFC title game. The New York football giants stopping the three-peat. Bill Parcells calling a fake punt in his own territory. Gary Reasons takes it for a first down. En route to a Matt Barr game-winning field goal. Giants win 15-13. So all the Eagles fans just know, if and when the Lions run it, that the Giants did it first in San Francisco, baby. Who could forget? <laughs> Who could forget? I'll remember more what you said about, was it Craig Woolen as the third tight end for the... Uh, Charlie Cole. <laughs> Charlie whatever his name is. Uh, whatever those odds are. Right. Hammer them. All right, Nick. Appreciate the time. Good luck this weekend. You got it. Wishing everyone minimal sweats winning bets. The absolute very best of luck. And also, I'm telling you guys, Sixers, 
Sixers, baby, going to win the Eastern Conference this year. Milwaukee hires Doc Rivers. You know what that means? Nick Nurse outcoaches the doctor coming up in the playoffs this year. All right, that was the, the host of You Better You Bet and Aussie Sports Betting Insider, Nick Costos. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. On the other side, an update on the Eagles defensive coaching staff, including former uh, – Former teammate of Ike Reese interviewing for one of the jobs on the staff. Plus, more on the players in Miami not liking Vic Fangio. Some stats about his defense that sent a cold shiver down my spine. And uh, Patrick Willis was a guest on the Midday Show. What did he think about playing for Vic Fangio? All that's coming up next on the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.